The Titans fall to the surging Patriots in Foxborough and limp into their bye. This is the Titans 10. We're talking that and much more. Let's go. Welcome in to the Titans 10 for Tuesday, November the 30th. I'm your host, Easton Freeze, a broadcaster and writer with Broadway Sports Media and the 440 Podcast Network. Couple of orders of business to get to today before we get into the meat of the show. First of all, if you saw yesterday on the Titans 10 podcast feed, we had the Monday episode of Home Run Throwback, the other podcast with Broadway Sports Media that I'm a part of with Jimmy Morris. Uh, Him and I record that on Sunday nights, and uh, the Home Run Throwback podcast is posted every Sunday, or excuse me, Monday morning for you to enjoy. Uh, So we're going to be teasing that for a couple of weeks here on this podcast feed. Give it a listen if you haven't already. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, And if you like it, go subscribe to the actual Home Run Throwback podcast feed and get the podcast there. Now, in terms of today, it's going to be a little bit different. You know, typically we have our weekly recap and then our postgame pressers and our quick hit segments for our Tuesday recap shows. But today, in case you can't tell from the sound of my voice, I have been very sick the last two days. And uh, frankly, I just do not have the energy to get together all of that typical uh, press conference audio and stuff that I, you know, the hard work I put into the normal recap and preview shows, but I did not want to shortchange you guys, especially since this will be the last game for two weeks that I'll have to recap. So I do have enough energy to to crawl over here to my computer and just do a recap. I have a, num- a couple of different things that I want to talk through, uh, cover in the recap portion. We won't have any quick hits or any post-game pressers today, but there's going to be some interesting things that I want to talk through that I think you'll find interesting as well. So that's what we're going to do today. Maybe a bit of a shorter, more brief, more true to the name Titans 10 episode. Um, So that's what is on the docket today. A weekly recap for week 12 in terms of next week. And I'll talk more about this at the end of the show. Not next week, excuse me, the rest of this week and next week. Tomorrow we have as, as regularly scheduled our uh, Titans talk week 12 episode with a very special guest who you I'm sure are familiar with. And I think you'll really enjoy. Uh, We're going to have a discussion tomorrow morning and it'll be up tomorrow afternoon at its normal afternoon time. So I think you'll really like that. So definitely tune in for tomorrow and, tomorrow afternoon's episode and then the rest of the week you know we've got the buy coming up um we may or may not have an interesting broadway sports media event on sunday that we're talking through that i may be kind of letting the, the cat out of the bag there that may or may not come to fruition but in terms of the rest of these these two weeks uh, with the titans buy i'm i'm kind of toying around with what i want it to look like obviously we will have the recap today of week 12 and we'll have the preview of week 14 next thir- or next Friday as usual but in the meantime we'll have our Titans talk episodes on Wednesdays Thursday you know next Thursday we'll have a behind enemy lines episode for the Titans Jaguars uh week 14 matchup um but then the rest of the days it's kind of up in the air about what we want to do. Um, there's a couple different guests that I'm interested in potentially maybe having on. Um, I'm not opposed to maybe doing a mailbag segment, if that's something you guys would be interested in. If it is, you know, just if you have ideas for what you want to see from the show in the next two weeks. I've got some ideas myself, but if you've got strong opinions on it, hit me up on Twitter at, at the Titans 10 BSM. 
uh, or at Easton Freeze. Let me know what you want to see out of the show the next two weeks. We're kind of flexible with the Titans being on the bye. That's enough of my rambling. You want to get into the meat of the show, so that's what we're going to do. Let's, without further ado, get into the Week 12 recap. Well, the Titans fell in a bit of a, frankly, a predictable loss to the surging New England Patriots in Foxborough on Sunday. They fell 36-13. to It was closer than the box score, uh, well, the scoreboard reflected. The box score reflects a much closer game. Um, really what what ruined this game for the Titans, ruined their chances in this game, besides just their personnel situation, which going in was about as bleak as it possibly could be, was the turnover situation, which they've dealt with for two straight weeks. We'll talk about that more in a second. But I want to flash back to Saturday, the day before uh, the Sunday game. Obviously, that's how days work. Um, the Titans, uh, I'm sure as you're aware, dealt with having to put A.J. Brown on the IR. This was something that obviously they knew about before Saturday, but uh, the media and Titans fan base learned about that on Saturday. He is on IR uh, for at least three weeks, and this has been a, a point of confusion on online. The short-term IR is three weeks of games, three games, not three weeks, right? So the bye week does not count. So because he missed week 12, right, against the uh, against the Patriots, and he's now missing the bye. That is not the second week. So he has to miss the next two games, week 14 and week 15 for the Titans. The earliest he can return is week 16, <laughs> which is their matchup against the uh, 49ers. But they had to put him on IR. So at this point, the Titans have their wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and wide receiver three all on IR. That's A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Marcus Johnson. They have their running back one and running back two on IR. That's obviously uh, Derrick Henry and Darrington Evans, who everybody forgets was was running back two before he very quickly got injured and, and had his season ended this year as well as he did last year. Not exactly been a great beginning of his career, but we'll talk about that in the offseason. In the meantime, the Titans, without their top three receivers and top three running backs in Foxborough, because although he's not on IR, uh, the Titans were without Jeremy McNichols as well, still dealing with a, with a concussion. <clears throat> so they were, I mean, it was an AAF squad out there, right? It was a practice squad Titans team, uh, an NFL quarterback and a practice squad of skill position players rolled out into Foxborough. And so going into it, your expectations obviously had to have been uh, managed just a bit in terms of what this team was capable of doing. And I think <clears throat> given their situation, in my opinion, watching the game, they did more than I expected them to, at least on the off offensive side of the ball. I think on the defensive side of the ball, they left a bit more to be desired. But they on, on offense, they ran the ball at will. And it was interesting. There was a Patriots player, I forget his name, but he said after the game, that they essentially knew that the Titans were planning on running the ball and that, you know, they had figured that out earlier in the week, which is like, okay, like you can you can know that, you can have figured that out, but clearly you weren't you knew it and you still weren't able to do anything about it because the Titans had their best rushing day of the year with Dontrell Hilliard, the practice squad running back, and uh, Deontay Foreman. They had a combined, oh, I lost it. Oh, they had a combined 240 yards rushing. 
Hilliard had 131, Foreman had 109, both topping 100 yards. It's the first Titans running back duo to record 100 yards apiece in the same game uh, since 2008 when CJ2K and Lendell White did it against Detroit on Thanksgiving. It's the eighth such time a Titans running back duo has done that in the same game. But they had 240 yards. Altogether, the team had 270 rushing yards, which was the second most the second most ever allowed by the Patriots since Bill Belichick became their head coach in 2000. The only better running day against the Belichick-led Patriots was in 2013 when the Broncos ran for 280 yards on them. So the Titans had their way on offense in the run game. And two really inopportune fumbles from each running back uh, in Patriots territory, as well as a, f- a failed uh, fourth down touchdown try on the one yard line that was a turnover on downs for the Titans um, into the end zone. The, those three things, the Titans ended up losing the turnover battle four to nothing in this game after losing the turnover battle five to nothing in the game previous against the Texans. So in these the last two games, they have north of 800 yards of offense and nine turnovers. And one of those turnovers was a garbage time turnover uh, against the Patriots. And you could argue that one of them in the Texans game was also a garbage time turnover. But regardless, they are getting murdered <laughs> in the turnover battle. And when you're rolling out there with a squad like they are right now with all of their stars missing with so many depth players missing. Um, You just, your margin for error is so razor thin that you can't afford to lose in the turnover battle. You can't afford to lose in terms of discipline and against a bill Belichick team, which historically bill Belichick teams have been the most disciplined NFL teams in the league you know that you have to be on your A game or they're going to make you beat yourself. And that's really what the Patriots did. They didn't have a particularly incredible performance. Their offense was all right against the Titans defense that frankly just looked like they were dying for a bye. The entire team did. But the defense, that pass rush that was so potent just earlier this month, they now look like they are desperately needing this bye, which they're finally getting. I tweeted out earlier this week that no NFL team in history has needed their buy more than this Titans team needs the buy that they are now finally receiving in week 13. And I want to talk about that kind of kind of shifting focus from the game itself. I don't have much more else to say on the game besides it seems that simple, right? They had a margin for error that was razor thin given their roster situation, which was abysmal, right? And they just made too many little mistakes, uh, on the day that they couldn't come back from because they had such a small margin for error. So that's all there is to say about that game. But looking forward for this Titans team, obviously they have the bye in week 13 this Sunday. They are off. They'll be getting much, much needed rest this week and next, trying to regroup in terms of injuries and as well as just mentally as a team. You know, they, this is their, they're coming off of their first two-game loss streak of the season. Um, they're now at eight and four, third in the AFC behind the eight and four Patriots that have the same record as them, but now hold the tiebreaker as well as the eight and three Ravens who got a win against the Browns in just one of the ugliest games I've seen all year in primetime on Sunday night. But that's a discussion for another time. The Ravens and the Patriots take those first two spots. Now the Titans fall from one to three with still a roughly 25% chance 
at that one seed, according to the New York Times playoff calculator. So where they had the inside track at that one seed, they now share essentially even odds with the Patriots, given their remaining schedule. The Patriots' remaining schedule is significantly more challenging than the Titans. They still have the Bills twice, as well as a Dolphins team, uh, which in division is looking uh, a bit scarier by the day, right? It looks like they may be making a, a playoff surge. Uh, again, another NFL tangent that I could get off on, but this is a Titans show, so we're talking Titans. Um, but let's talk about this. The Titans going into their bye, frankly, I can see it going one of two ways. And this is me putting my analyst cap on. If you think back to last year, and if you listen to the Home Run Throwback podcast, I mentioned this a bit there, but I want to go into a, a bit more in depth here. If you think back to last year, I think there are two teams that had two very different routes uh, throughout the season and two very different uh, end-of-season outcomes that I think the Titans will this year mirror one of those two things, and it's up to them uh, which route they take. The first of which is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, last year, the Pittsburgh Steelers started the season off 12-0, and looked dominant early in the season, and it, even in their final couple of wins on that 12-win win streak, they each week they started to look a little weaker and weaker. There were more and more chinks in the armor showing for that team. Big Ben started to deal with some injuries, started to show his weakness in terms of arm strength, uh, endurance, durability throughout the season. And we know how that ended, right? They started 12-4. and four. They limped into the playoffs at or they started 12 and 0. They limped in, or 10 and 0 rather, excuse me. Limped into the playoffs at 12 and 4 and lost in the first round to the Cleveland Browns. It got murdered in the first round. Just a, a terrible showing for them at the end of the season and the you know, the trademark example of a team that started off they got hot way too early and and they really whimpered there at the end. The other example of a team that had a very different trajectory to the Steelers last season are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay went into their bye, which I believe was also week 13, 7 and 5. For comparison, the Titans are at 8 and 4. Now the Buccaneers, I believe, were on a two-game loss skid into their bye. The last we saw of them before their bye was that iconic Tom Brady holding up the 4 on his fingers against the Bears in that embarrassing loss in primetime when he thought it was third down and it was fourth down and it was a turnover on downs and they lost the game because of a rare mental error from Tom Brady. So they went into that much needed very late bye in week 13 at 7 and 5 and the discussion around them was will they even make a wild card spot in Tom Brady's first year in Tampa Bay. Uh, they came out of that bye and as we all know they went 8 and 0 to finish the season. They won their final four regular season games and did, or excuse me, final five regular season games and then didn't lose in the playoffs. And so that's obviously what the Titans want to do, right? They want to take advantage of this bye to the, the fullest extent like the Buccaneers did last season. They want to regroup. They want to get healthy. That's That's the pick-your-poison nature of a late bye, right? Because teams that get early buys in the season – they are a lot fresher earlier to midway through the season because they get that needed rest earlier. And it's great for them at the midpoint of the season, but then by the end of the season and by the playoffs, oftentimes 
the way that injuries go in the NFL, they suddenly are, you know, really hurting for another break. And they don't get one because they had theirs so early. Well, with a late buy like the Titans have this year, it's one of those situations where oftentimes, and this is an extreme example because the Titans have been more banged up this season than any other team in history. That's a, that's a stat that I forgot to mention earlier. The Titans now have officially used 86 total players this season, which is the most of any team in the NFL in any season since at least 1993. The previous record number of participants in a season was 84 by the 2019 Dolphins and then the 2020 49ers. But the Titans, through just 12 weeks, are already at 86. So they're going to shatter that record, unfortunately. Or at least it appears they will. Um, but so they're in a situation now where they're wanting to get healthy and they're wanting to get key guys back in time for a playoff push, which, interestingly enough, they're set up relatively well to do, right? They've got the way that the short-term IR, the math works out for the three weeks. Julio Jones will be eligible to return in week 14. That'll be the first, not, not this bye week, but the first week back for the Titans against the Jaguars. Uh, Julio Jones, as well as Dane Crookshank, excuse me, they'll both be eligible to return for that game. And then you've got Bud Dupree eligible to return for week 15 against the uh, against the Steelers in, in Pittsburgh. And then you've got A.J. Brown eligible to return in Week 16 against the 49ers. And obviously, of course, not to mention Derrick Henry is eligible to return. He's already eligible to return. It's just a matter of when he's healthy, right? And based on, based on his injury, that's being projected somewhere around Week 17 or the first Week 18 of the playoffs. So weeks week, or excuse me, game 17, week 18, uh, week 18 slash by week or wild card weekend, depending on the seating situation. So he'll be eligible to return uh, from his injury, assuming no setbacks for a playoff push, or at least the Titans seem to be hoping that's the case. It's, it's an interesting situation they're in. If they can get these guys healthy in time for a playoff push, they could be in a situation where they get hot at the right time, right? Um, it's going to be interesting to see how healthy they can get over these next two weeks during the bye and how healthy they can get slash remain over these final five games of the season to make a playoff push with as many star players as possible. And based on the way that they're handling these injuries, that appears to be the way that they're approaching things in terms of wanting to get guys in a position to be ready to go for a playoff push. It just, there's a lot of questions with that, right? And this team has given us more questions than answers right now. It's kind of weird being a Titans fan right now. I can imagine because it's a lot of hurry up and wait, right? You're, you think, you know, that this team has a really high ceiling and are, and is capable of great things with the players that they have, but all the players that they have aren't playing right now, right? They're all on IR or injured. And so, it's it's kind of a weird situation of hurry up and wait for Titans fans and the Titans are looking to make that push now whether or not they'll be able to do that because like I said it, it raises questions like well if you get these guys healthy will they be able to come back and not be rusty okay well if they're not rusty will they be able to come back and mesh as a team considering they haven't played all together really all season uh, for the most part. Those are things that will remain 
questions that remain to be answered, right? Those are the, the key three things for the Titans. One, can they get guys they need, their stars, back and healthy for a playoff push? Two, if they can get those guys back for a playoff push, can they come back and not be rusty and be able to contribute right away? And three, if they're able to be healthy and not be rusty and contribute, will they be able to mesh as a team, considering they've not really had the chance to develop a full team chemistry the majority of this year? So that's, I think, the most interesting thing going on with the Titans right now. And that's something that I'll be talking about a lot the next two weeks as we discuss Titans over this bye week. They're in a really interesting situation right now. They are in great playoff position. They remain the AFC South champions. The Colts would have to do something miraculous, and the Titans would have to have a monumental collapse for that to change. The Colts are, they remain dead. They died back in October, unfortunately, when they got swept by the Titans. So that's not an issue for them. So what will the Titans be able to do coming out of this bye week? How healthy can they get? That will be the determining factor for the ending of this team season. All right, that's going to do it for today. Make sure to come back tomorrow afternoon for the next episode of the Titans 10. Like I said, we'll be having our special guests for Titans Talk Week 12, somebody that you know and I'm sure love and follow on Twitter and have heard talk on Broadway Sports Media Pods before. Uh, that may be a little too much info, but I promise it's somebody that you're going to find entertaining. Uh, we're going to have a great discussion. I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow and for you guys to hear tomorrow afternoon. And then just stay tuned for the rest of the week. We will be having content on this channel all through the bye. What that is exactly, we're not sure. On next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we'll be back to our regular Titans talk on Wednesday with a special guest. Our Behind Enemy Lines episode with a special guest covering the Jaguars look ahead on Thursday. And then, of course, our Week 14 preview episode as regularly scheduled on Friday. But the days in between then, who knows? I'm going to be looking to do probably some maybe a little bit different content on this channel. I promise whatever we do, you will enjoy. So make sure to come back tomorrow and keep checking in daily in the afternoons with the Titans 10. Until then, have a great day, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. Listen, I know every show you've ever listened to has asked you to do that, and you don't. I get it. I'm guilty of it, too. But not every show you listen to is brand new and trying to get off the ground like we are. So please, it'll help so, so much if you go rate and review and subscribe to the show. Actually go do it. Thank you in advance. We love a good grassroots effort over here at the Titans 10, and I know you've got a bunch of friends and family who follow the Titans. I know you do. So please, send them this show. And don't just tell them about it. Share the show with them over text. Send it to them. Tell them how much they need it in their lives, because of course they definitely do. All press conference audio in this episode is from TennesseeTitans.com, so thank you to them for providing that for us. Follow me at Easton Freeze and the show at the Titans 10 BSM. That's at the Titans 10 BSM on Twitter to keep up with all of my football coverage and get show updates. Make sure to check out me and my talented colleagues over at BroadwaySportsMedia.com for all things Tennessee sports. We've got a great team of writers as well as a great podcast network with new content five days a week for you to consume. Whew. All right, that's going to do it for today. I am your host, Easton Freeze, and this has been the Titans 10. Titans 10.